This is The Guardian. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Looking for your next great podcast? We live in unprecedented times. To make sense of it, what if you could learn from some of the most influential people on the planet? The podcast Tools and Weapons is hosted by Microsoft's Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Every week he has a candid conversation with guests, including Prime Ministers and Pulitzer Prize-winning journalists. The latest episode features Bayer CEO Bill Anderson. Though most of us know Bayer for pharmaceuticals, they're also focused on crop science. They're putting digital tools in the hands of farmers to get the most out of every acre. Listen to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. It's something half the population will go through at some point in their lives. The menopause. Right, it's recording now. This is Sarah from Brighton. Like many, at first she didn't have an easy time. Just extreme tiredness, huge brain fog, really just feeling underwater all the time and not coping. Eventually, she found a treatment to help. Hormone replacement therapy, also known as HRT. Oh my gosh, I'm a different person. I'm, I'm back to how I was. And I find it, it's amazing because I've got so much energy and I'm myself again. But lots of people in the UK are now struggling to get hold of the medication they need, including Sarah. I went to my local chemist, pharmacy, and they said, we can give you the tablets, but we've got no estrogel, so we can't help you with that. So I said, OK, when will you get some in stock? And she said, oh, I don't know. I've got a waiting list of lots of ladies. There's a national shortage. The menopause without the HRT was such a dramatic effect on my my mental health as well as physical, that it's a huge concern for myself and everyone else that's on the HRT if we can't get it. It's going to have a massive impact on many, many people mentally as well as physically. And I think that's just an awful thing and it can't be allowed to happen. It's an outrage. So what's causing this shortage of HRT and what's being done to fix it? From The Guardian, I'm Madeline Finlay. And this is Science Weekly. Nicola Davis, as The Guardian's science correspondent, you've been writing about the shortages of particular common forms of HRT, like oestrogel, a hormonal gel that you put on your skin. So where is this happening? And is it a problem across the whole of the UK? 
It seems to be that certain parts of the UK are affected more than others, but it certainly seems to be a problem that many, many women are facing. And it's something that seems to be particularly affecting the UK. And that's really to do with supply problems and demand for the products. So it's these things have come together and we've got a shortage. And it's worth noting, it's, this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, in the last few years, there have been several instances of HRT shortages affecting different products. So this is just the latest in a kind of string of shortages that women in the UK have faced. Right. So let's get into those demand and supply issues. Why isn't there enough HRT in our pharmacies? Well, the Department for Health basically have said that there's just an awful lot of demand for HRT products. So they say that's fueled by you know greater awareness around the menopause, GPs prescribing HRT more, possibly also uh, women requesting HRT more. So there has been uh, a rise in campaigning and media coverage of menopause symptoms. And in fact, data from NHS England shows that prescriptions for HRT have more than doubled over the past five years. And that is a question which a lot of people are asking. This has not come out of the clear blue sky. Why are these shortages happening time and again? Right. So are companies now saying that they're going to respond to this? So, for example, one of the products that is affected is estrogel. So that's produced by a company called Bezins. Um, and they say they've got insufficient supplies of estrogel, but they are increasing uh, supplies. And they say that the amount that they've supplied uh, recently is double the same period uh, in January to April last year. So they are increasing supply and they're hoping to increase supply further as you know over the summer months. Okay, so lots more women want HRT, but perhaps you can just take us through what exactly it is and how it helps to alleviate some of the symptoms of menopause. Sure. So HRT is hormone replacement therapy. So you're putting back into the body hormones which are waning, particularly as women get older and approach the menopause, hormones like estrogen start to drop off in their levels. And so by replacing estrogen and many forms of HRT also include the hormone progestogen, you can alleviate certain symptoms. So things like hot flushes, night sweats, vaginal dryness. There's like a whole suite of symptoms that can be extremely debilitating. And so HRT can help to alleviate that. And there are lots of different ways like schedules and methods and doses that can be used. So it's not like one thing, but the principle is the same. And so there are all these different products that cater to the different needs that people have. Are there other types that women can use if the one that they prefer, like estrogel, let's say, isn't in the pharmacy? So there are some products that you can switch for equivalent products. So for example, those who are experiencing difficulties getting hold of estrogel could consider something called Sandrina gel. But as some have pointed out, if you direct people to other products, you end up with a run on those products. So it's just sort of switching the problem rather than solving the problem. There's also the situation that, as I said, there are lots of different uh, doses, regimes, types of HRT. And it's often a bit of trial and error to get people onto the right uh, regime for them that works best for them. So switching that can also cause problems as well. Obviously, these medications contain important hormones that people need. And, you know, if you're used to a particular hormone, changing to another one may have some quite significant impacts. But I guess 
so does not getting your HRT if you've been using it. Not having your HRT prescription can leave people with problems sleeping, problems being able to do just everyday life, really. And that is, you know, so that is really not trivial. And you know, some there have been reports of some women left feeling suicidal because they can't get hold of their HRT. So you know, these are really Im- this is having a huge impact. These shortages, it, it's not just sort of running out of something you quite like to have. This is something which is absolutely crucial for a lot of women. So it's very significant to a significant part of the population. What are the government doing to try and deal with the issue? Well, (laughs) so the government's taken a few steps. So, for example, they've appointed a sort of HRT SAR, as they've called it. This is Madeleine McTurnan, who's now head of the HRT Supply Task Force. So the idea is that we've got somebody there now who's going to really sort out these supply chain problems. In the meantime, they've limited the dispensing of particular HRT products to only three months supply. So that's in order to try to kind of make sure that everybody can get what they need, at least in the short term. So that includes three different products. So that's estrogel, a cream called Ovestin, and Promic low-dose uh, tablets. So there are those three products which these new rules have come in on. Nicola, you've talked about how significant shortages are for women's lives and the fact that this has happened before, but this time it has really hit the news and companies have said that they're going to step up their production. That will take at least a few months to happen, but are we going to keep seeing these issues every time demand goes up or do you think we might finally fix this issue once and for all? I think the hope is that the latter, that lessons will be learned and that we won't keep having these glitches in the supply chain. Certainly, as politicians have been saying, this demand has been growing over time. It's not something that happened overnight. It could have been predicted. It could have been anticipated. So the hope is that the message has got through and that things will change. But unfortunately, as we say many things, only time will tell. Nicola, thanks so much for coming on and taking us through this. No problem. Lovely to be on. Thank you. Thanks again to Sarah and to Nicola Davis. If you're concerned about any of the issues that we've talked about today, you can find a link to the NHS Menopause website on the podcast webpage at theguardian.com, as well as to Nicola Davis's piece on the HRT shortage. And if you heard Tuesday's podcast, you'll already know that we're running a very exciting prize draw to win a pair of tickets to Glastonbury. We've got 10 pairs to give away and all you need to do is nominate somebody that you think deserves to go at theguardian.com forward slash worthy winners. Entrants and nominees must be 18 and UK residents. But the time is almost up to get to see headliners like Billie Eilish, Paul McCartney and Kendrick Lamar. The prize draw ends on the 8th of May. So head over now to theguardian.com forward slash worthy winners. And that's it for today. The producer was George Cooper. The sound design was by Tony Onachuku. And the executive producers were Isabel Rugel and Max Sanderson. This is The Guardian.
Looking for your next great podcast? We live in unprecedented times. To make sense of it, what if you could learn from some of the most influential people on the planet? The podcast Tools and Weapons is hosted by Microsoft's Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Every week, he has a candid conversation with guests, including prime ministers and Pulitzer Prize-winning journalists. The latest episode features Bayer CEO Bill Anderson. Though most of us know Bayer for pharmaceuticals, they're also focused on crop science. They're putting digital tools in the hands of farmers to get the most out of every acre. Listen to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts.